0: Hi, I'm Matt Cottey and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from OCD and anxiety. And on this podcast, I'm going to share with you simple tools, strategies, and principles that will help you on your journey to recovery. Because once you apply the proper knowledge and strategies, you can begin to transform and restore your mind and body. And when we heal as individuals, We can promote that healing into our families and communities and ultimately create a better world for everyone from the inside out. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. All right. Hey, my friends, and welcome to another episode of the OCD and Anxiety Show. My name is Matt Cotty, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and the creator of the AAA Response. And on this episode, I want to talk about why we need to face fear and the problem with not addressing fear in our life. Now, one of the things about fear is it's an extremely primal emotion, right? And, and it's, you know, for centuries, right? The Our fear response, our stress response is very good at keeping us alive. And what has happened over, you know, essentially probably the last 100 to 150 years as we've developed more, modernized societies and cities where we have our basic needs essentially met is a lot. Of, now, what our, what we're starting to see more and more is our fear is not presently based, it's futuristic, right? And this is really what anxiety and psychological stress is, right? It's the idea for our brain to come up with a futuristic what if scenario, and then we're reacting to it you know, with, with our stress response that's designed to, again, put us into fight or flight mode right now. So one of the reasons that anxiety is so uncomfortable is because we have this surge of energy in our body, right, to fight or flight something that's not, happening. And so there's nothing to fight or flight. So we have this complete surge of energy in our body and nothing to do with it. And that's one of the reasons that, that anxiety is so uncomfortable for people, right? It doesn't, it's not, it's not bad, right? It's it's very important to understand that, but it's just, it's important to understand that concept of psychological stress, right? Our brain's ability to, or our mind's ability, should I say, to create a futuristic scenario that scares us. And then we actually react to it physically in the present moment. And, so let's talk about the problem of fear as a whole, right? So fear is, again, it's an essential part of survival, but what has happened and then what can happen now is, like I said, because our brain is so used to predicting these futuristic threats is essentially we can live in a state of fear all the time. And, and at the same time, paradoxically be totally safe, um, you know, right now. Right. and, If we do that long enough, what happens is this fear begins to take over our life. You know, I often, I often, you know, just we'll talk about fear and anxiety, and I'll use those words interchangeably on this episode. But when when we think about fear, really, it is its own life force, right? And the way we feed fear is by engaging in behaviors that reinforce it. Okay, so um, you know, I mean, a, a lot of us have seen fear take over with the most recent, um, most recent COVID-19 pandemic, you know? So, um, obviously there was a real virus. I'm not saying anything like that, right? I mean, obviously it's a real virus and, and, and it was, um, you know, a threat that, that all of us should have been made aware of. Right. But the thing is, is now that the virus has mutated to this point, um, you know, and especially with the most most newest variation, right, with the Omicron, it, it seems to be that you know the the symptomology is way less than the in, initial variant, right? And in the danger, you know, as far as I've read thus far, and again, I'm not an expert on this, but I just want to kind of show that what I'm what I'm talking about is is that the more you you let fear of of an idea, the more you feed it by, you know, let's say consistently washing your hands or using hand sanitizer or avoiding situations again and again, what that does is that fuels fear. Okay. And we don't need to go specifically into COVID-19, but this can be about any fear, right? The fear of flying. So if you have the fear of flying and and you avoid flying, what happens is you're reinforcing that fear of flying, right? So it's a thing where it's like, as long as you're reinforcing fear with behavior, what happens is, is that fear is going to grow, right? Because, you know, your brain's learning that because you actually reacted to it and because you, you did a behavior and then that reinforced the initial thought, which then reinforces the idea that your body should set off the stress response about that thought and that loop begins to grow. And that's why whenever I talk about OCD, anxiety, um, phobias, you know, panic disorder, right? All, all of the kind of variations of psychological stress that we as humans experience, you know, I always refer to it in this idea of a loop because you have to understand it in the context of a loop because if you see it as a feeling problem or an anxiety problem, you're naturally going to try to get rid of anxiety. And the problem with that is you're going to do behaviors that reinforce the fear that paradoxically keep you stuck. So, and, and what happens is as this loop begins to grow in a person's life, what happens is is that their life begins to get smaller and smaller and smaller. And and this is really the problem of facing fear is that if we don't face fear, we allow it to get a grip in our life and ultimately begin to dictate what we do. And most people, here's the thing, when you're, when you're really caught in fear, most people will tell you that they're being logical, right? That they're thinking logically. Like this is the very, it's a very hard thing as a human um, you know, and I can personally attest to this: that when you're really afraid, to actually understand that you're completely operating from an emotional system, because you will you will convince yourself you're being logical. So, like, there's many people. You know, when you look at, let's say, even even with uh, with with COVID, right? That, you know, they they've essentially become agoraphobic, right? To the point where they aren't afraid to leave their house. There's many cases of that now is that is that a healthy response like and, and if you talk to them you know would you recommend that to everyone it's like well usually people will say things like you know no i wouldn't recommend that to everyone right a lot of times when people are doing behaviors one of the best ways to ask to really kind of gauge yourself if this is fear driven is to say like hey would you recommend this to other people right like when i talk to people who who sanitize and and, and their whole house right you know like every day again and again they spend three four hours cleaning they might say, well, no, I wouldn't really recommend, but, but I feel like I have to do it. Right. And I feel like I have to do it. Right. It, you know, um, people that are afraid of flying, they might say "Flying's fine for everyone else, just not for me. Right. Um, and, and I look at my own, you know, journey on, on, you know, really being stuck in that loop. Right. Um, you know, when I was really afraid of like things like getting possessed and stuff like that, like I would have never told anyone to live how I was living. Right with all these compulsions about having to do things certain way and prayer routines and this and that and that, because that was just what I did to feel safe. Okay. And and the point being is that the more we let fear grip our lives, the more we do that paradoxically reinforces it, and the more stuck we become. And the biggest trick to getting out of this loop is to really start to ask yourself and to start to become aware of, are you really operating out of fear? Like, how much are you really operating out of fear in life? Because when you're operating out of fear, oftentimes you will convince yourself that you're operating out of logic. And and it's just not the case. You know, I've seen so many people do do things, especially over the last two years, where it's completely fear-driven, but they will tell at least themselves and, and maybe even me or other people that they're being completely logical. And, and the problem with not addressing fear is that it will grow. And the more it grows, the more it starts to dictate what you do with your life. And the more it dictates what you do with your life, the more you aren't even really in control of your life. You might think, you might tell yourself you are, you might tell other people you are, but the reality is you're not. And that's the problem with not facing fear and leaving it uh, and, and, and thinking that it will go away on its own is it will always usually grow. And again, the more it grows, the, the smaller your life becomes. And, and here is the big turning point on my journey is I had gotten so bad in my day-to-day routine when I was just, I just wasn't even living life how I wanted to live it. You know, if I'm just really transparent, right? I just, I was just doing this huge routine every day to stay safe. And and day after day after day and and I just kept living like that. And it was a miserable way to live. Right? Because at the same time I was completely safe, I just was always afraid of tomorrow, right? And I was afraid of what was going to happen. And at a certain point on my journey, and I don't know exactly when that has happened, but I just remember really coming to grips with this idea. And I and I came up with the idea that essentially, you know what, it would be better for my worst fear to come true than for me to continue to live in fear of it. And I know some of you watching this, listen to this, you know, it, that may sound ridiculous, right? But I, I had just, I had gotten to the point in my life where The quality of my life had become so small and so limited that it was like it it wasn't a life worth living at that point right and and, you know in fact you know it's just i didn't i didn't feel like there were many moments where i was like i don't want to keep doing this right because i because i knew it wasn't logical i knew other people weren't living this i wanted to live free and what i didn't realize is that is that the, the, the moment I realized that fear was the problem, not what I was afraid of, but fear itself, then you begin to spin how you look at this and ultimately begin to engage in different behaviors and ultimately in, are able to get different results. See, when you, when you understand that fear is the issue, not what you are afraid of, that is that is like the biggest separation you can make on this journey, right, is is that what you are afraid of is almost essentially irrelevant because most of the things that we're afraid of aren't actually happening, right? So many people, you know, get get so caught up in their minds about the future that even when they get to that point, their mind just comes up with another thing and another thing and another thing. And that's really what psychological stress is, right? It's just our, our brain can come up about endless things to be afraid about, about the future. But paradoxically right now we're totally fine and until we realize that being afraid of the future is the problem not what we're afraid of in the future but literally being afraid and being in a state of fear because what it does is it blinds us to to how we're operating and and we will literally do things when we're afraid that are that we would never do when we weren't right i mean i talked about this at, at the initial stages of of the pandemic, how I said that, you know, and I, you can go back and look at the episode, right? It's like, I, I said, fear was the real pandemic we were facing because I was watching grown men, like body check people in the store to grab cans. Right. And, and I, I was watching people hoard toilet paper, like, you know, and, and it's like, if you look back at that logically now, you're like, well, that, well should we have been doing that? right? Was that rational behavior? And it's like, at the time, they might have said yes. But but looking back on it, we can almost collectively agree that's probably wasn't the best way to go about things, right? And we can always do that in the past. But what we rarely can do that is, is the, we can rarely do it in the present. We can rarely catch ourselves when we're actually operating fear. And once you can begin to do that, you can begin to start to change the way you're operating, which will ultimately change your, the trajectory, the behaviors you engage in and your trajectory for life in general. And, and that realization is just what I wanted to share on this episode today. It was like the biggest, one of the biggest turning points of my journey was the realization that it was actually better for my worst fear to come true than for me to continue to live in fear of it. And that shifted the power in my journey to say, you know what? I, I realized I had given so much power over my life to fear. And that that fear could be of anything. It it really doesn't even matter. And once I realized it was actually a power battle that I was in, is who was going to be in charge of my life? Was I going to be in charge or was fear? Like who was gonna who was gonna dictate? Who was gonna pull the strings? Most of the time you don't realize that when you're caught in that fear wheel and that that OCD and anxiety wheel, it's like you're you're but a puppet and and there's a puppeteer, you know, just just controlling everything you do, right? I'm doing the little like, you know, puppeteer thing and yeah i mean i just want to share that this week right because it's so easy to get caught in that wheel and it's so easy to get lost in that lens of fear and not even realize that you're in it and if we leave fear unaddressed it will grow and if it grows it will begin to dictate more and more of our life more and more of our decisions and we'll start to eat up the most valuable thing we have which is our time and once you understand that then you can start to understand that by addressing fear what you're doing is it's not just facing down fear right that's not the actually the end game the end game is you're taking back control of your life and you're you're beginning to use your most valuable asset time on your terms and that is why i am such a proponent of you know again learning skills like the AAA response, learning how to break the wheel, right? Learning how to take back control of your life. Because when you live from a higher state of consciousness, again, fear is the lowest state of consciousness you can live from. But when you live in a higher state of consciousness, you're a better version of yourself for your all the people in your life, for your work, for your job, for your communities. And, and the more and more we can all get out of that fear mind and live in a higher state of consciousness. It will lead to better relationships, better families, better, and just a better world. Thank you so in much general, for watching that video. Right. And so, if you're struggling so, with those um, anxiety, I just so wanted to, let I you wanted know that to say today. we have a free training um, for I, you. I, just, I um, hope uh, over at Restored Minds. We can start learning for those of you how to use this resource. I have a little link, link down, down below. Ultimate guide to control your life. And all you need to do to get access is just click the link below, and you'll be to And I talk about a lot of things that we do that we don't realize that keep that wheel going. So all you need to do to get access to that is just click the link. You'll be taken to a page, and you. And you can download it for free. Um, and so I hope uh, hope you found this episode helpful today. Wish you guys a great week. And I look forward to seeing you guys uh, in the next episode early next week. All right, take care. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found it helpful, chances are others will too. So if you would please do me a favor and show your support by subscribing and leaving a review, I would really appreciate it. Also, if you're looking for a higher level of support on your journey, we have several resources to support you over at restoredminds.com, and we've even included some links right down below in the notes. Lastly, if you have any questions, you can email me at support at restoredminds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I hope to see you soon.